This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. My guest today is weekend editor Owen Good. My name is Charlie Hall, in for Justin McElroy. You're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. So, Owen, we initially planned this morning to talk about a little game from Telltale called Guardians of the Galaxy. But turns out you've been doing double duty today, and you actually put up another review first. This of a game called Drawn to Death. Well, yeah, I've been uh, been pinch hitting on some uh, some things for our review staff. I'm happy to handle that. Uh, I'm not just the sports guy at Polygon. Uh, so you know, I'm happy to uh, to deal with uh, with different things, and yeah, um, you know, drawn to death is it, it, it it's something that is going for a different take on you know the usual arena shooter. Uh, I think the problem with drawn to death, if people read my my review, is that it, where other arena shooters maybe aren't distinctive because they've really done the gameplay well, and you know the characters that they have. Or the the motifs that surround it, you know, sort of indistinct from whatever's competing in the space. This is something that has a completely different look and feel to it. But I just didn't feel that um, the gameplay within, you know, was it. It takes a lot of love. It takes a lot of tough love um, to want to come back to it. So that was sort of my overall feeling about Drawn to Death. I absolutely loved your lead on this story, and you have consistently some of the better leads at Polygon. Drawn to death makes me feel like I'm in study hall again, because that's the last time I felt this kind of sullen-eyed, belligerent presence. I didn't want to be in the same room with it then, either. <laughs> well, I will, and, but one thing is, <laughs> the kind of the punchline on that lead is the, the sullen-eyed, belligerent presence is myself. Uh, oh really? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, when you're when you're a high school freshman or a sophomore, you can barely live with yourself. I think that's sort of the the, the cosmic secret of all of this. I, I guess what makes Drawn to Death so interesting is the art style. So tell me about the art style of this game. It's completely unique. You know, Drawn to Death should be something that's familiar to us. It's basically. You know, did you have a, were you very artistically inclined? Did you have a disturbed friend who was? Um, and what did they draw? And what kind of things did they imagine? And all kinds of silly mashups like a shark slammed onto a, an anime character's torso, for example, which is a character in this game. And, you know, it's very creative. And the the actual artistic style is, it's it's intriguing because it has this, this scrawled and filled in manner about it with the ink, but it, it's not visually confusing, or at least it wasn't to me. They managed to skin it well, is what I, is what I mean to say. You know, the animations were some things that I kind of had issues with, and and I think that they, I think that the animations sort of contributed to this overall sluggish or floaty feeling that a lot of people, not just me, have complained about. 
But in terms of what you're looking at, it's, it's, it's a very interesting space to play around in. And I think that the premise is sound. Um, you know, I think we've all had a kind of daydream or two about, you know, things, people who inhabit some weird incongruent space where nothing seems to fit together. And that is what this is really striving for. This is a study hall daydream. Um, you know, the person who is, who has drawn all of this stuff is definitely not interested in school and is probably just, you know, putting a pin on a piece of paper to look like they're busy. Uh, and, and they pull that off well. Uh, the, the characters are very creative. They have very individual and unique characteristics. I think the problem that I had with the game was it just, it, it seemed kind of, of random and forced together. Somebody would be stronger against a specific character, but the reasoning for it didn't seem coherent didn't seem to be really grounded in any anything. And the problem that I had with that, and I know that I'm getting outside of your question here, Charlie, I'm sorry, but the problem that I had with that was there's a lot to remember in Drawn to Death. There's not a lot of mnemonic for it. It's not like you go, oh, well, you know, Johnny Savage is naturally strong against um, Cyborgula, which is this character who is, I mean, you have to give them credit. You know, uh, who would think of a, of, a, of a flying undead cyborg whose head splits apart and fires heat-seeking missiles? That's really nice. But the thing is, it, 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 the distinctions are so specific, it's hard to... It's not like Overwatch where you go, you know, these types of players are, are better against that type of player because this person is, is aerial or more movement-based, whereas this person is more of a tank. Um, it's not a class-based shooter. I don't expect it to be. That's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to move it into something that I would have designed. That's not fair criticism, but it just makes it hard to keep track of things. Um, and there's a lot of punishment that it deals out as you're trying to really go through it and understand what's going on. Well, I'm, I'm looking at some of the graphics that are in the review. And I want to, we'll link to the review in the show notes. It's absolutely worth your time just to see what we're talking about and to read Owen's uh, blistering review here, which I absolutely adored reading through myself. But I'm looking at the scene of this Coliseum and there is this one character leaping, your character, into the frame towards the enemies and they're outlined in this heavy black ink pen, they and their blood-covered chainsaw. Above them, though, above the floor of this Colosseum is this skybox, and the skybox is someone's history notes, but it's also covered with these constellations of other fairly graphic doodles that they made during their history class. And you're saying that all of this mashed up together, they succeeded in making it track well and making it look good and, and be playable when all of it's just basically a drawing? Yeah, it, 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 it's hard to explain. It's not like you're watching um, a, um, a roughed animation, you know, where you see squiggly lines around people. I'm sure we know the type that I'm talking about. You're not seeing that. You're seeing, you're seeing what is basically roughed in drawings, static drawings, applied as a skin to people. Almost like paper craft, kind of. Kind of, yeah. That's yeah. Actually, no, that's a very good way of putting it. And I didn't really, I didn't really feel like there was a lot of visual noise in, in, um, in what I was looking at. I mean, some other people have complained about it, but that's, 
you know, that, I mean, different, different tastes, I suppose. I mean, I, I always knew where I was and what I was doing. Um, I think the HUD in this game is a little muddy. Um, I think that there are some unnecessary elements of it <clears throat> kind of hard to keep track of. One of which is this, this, um, uh, it's like this puke juice, I think is sort of what they call it. It's this <laughs> energy meter that sort of governs how many times you can, you know, por- perform, um, special movements. For example, um, uh, there's this, <laughs> there's this really disturbed looking character called Alan, who is basically a, a, a chainsaw massacre type guy, but he has sort of a Chuck E. Cheese head, you know, put on him and he has a chainsaw attack. Well, he can turn invisible, um, which is like, <sighs> that's a really huge power. I mean, obviously he, he becomes visible when he attacks, um, but it, you know, to get around, first of all, he has very high movement ability and can jump higher than anybody else. So, you know, you combine that with his invisibility and they try to give you a tip off of, you know, if you hear heavy breathing, I think, you know, that's him. What? Yeah. Well, but there's so much, there's so much going on in this game. It's like, you can't, you can't depend on audio cues, you know, to tell you, you know, Johnny Rotten is preparing his, but Johnny Rotten, I keep calling him that because that's the Sex Pistols guy. Johnny Savage is the the punk rocker, you, you know, his his special attack is called the Devil's Riff. And if you hear him, you know, cueing up his, you know, you're in for it. Uh, but there's so much going on. And, and like I said, to keep track of it, they're not really useful cues. But, you know, to get back to some of this stuff, it's like, you know, you can turn invisible and that's great. It's not unlimited, though. And so sometimes it's hard to tell, you know, can I actually turn invisible? Because that's not something that replenishes itself over time. You have to go pick up a, you have to go get a, 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 a health pickup for that. Um, and, and, you know, again, it's just, it's another layer to what am I really doing here? What do I have available to me? As opposed to, you know, I, I, I just, I felt like the game should have been, you know, here's the combat. Here's the fundamental way that you win, and you can with you can win with it if you play fundamentally. And then here's this, the the super cool crap that gets laid on top of it. You know, when when somebody you know takes off her hat, Diablo Tijuana is is the character who does this and and throws it. You know, or she has this big bull whip. Um, you know, that's spectacular and that's fun, and you can whip that out as you know, like a saving throw almost, or, or, you know, truly a special attack. Whereas, you know, the time investment in some of these things, when you, when you do them, it's, you're, you're, you're queuing up the attack. And the other thing too, is a lot of the the controls are like, you actually release the R2. Tell me more about this. You were, you were talking a little bit in your review about Johnny Savage's attack with the pentagram and all that. How do you actually pull off? What is his attack and how do you pull it off? Well, he has two. Okay. So you have, you have, yeah, you know, you have a loadout of here, here's my, um, my ranged weapon, a gun, and then you can have a secondary gun, which is great. And then you have a, 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 um, a grenade and then you have a melee attack and we all know what those are. Great. Um, and then you have the alternate attacks, which are the special attacks, which are queued up with the circle button and you have two of those. And so you have, you can cycle through those. So that's, you know, two button presses if you want to get to the second one. Johnny Savage, for example, does what's called the devil's riff. So you hit circle and you queue up, you bring up your guitar and then 
he you have to hold the um, the right trigger to initiate it, and then you see this pentagram you know swirl underneath you, and it's not a charge up; it instantly initiates. But you release the right trigger to send out the riff, and it goes out toward your target, and then you have to hit R two again to summon the demon. Who, like I said, just the precision on this is is way too much for you know a a multiplayer arena shooter, um, especially you know given the potential to waste this special attack because of the cooldown times involved. But not only not only do you you release R two, then hit it again to summon the demon. You can hit it a second time to you know like perform an even more powerful attack. If if it's in the right place, and it's also it also has special damage against Cyborgula, and it's this kind of thing that to me, like I said, you know, going back to my original complaint, it's just too much to keep track of. I could, through a long practice with this, I think become good at it, mm-hmm. even though it's not really my nature and this isn't my genre. But I I can see where you know, it fits in. Right. The problem is it's just, it's so esoteric. And the, I think, I think the other thing is sort of working against it is the population base right now is so small. I the, wanted to ask you about this. It's a, it's a game that's limited to four players well, yes. at a time, right? Right. Yeah. And yet you couldn't get a game going at launch for some of the game modes. Well, no, no, it's no, no. It's not that I couldn't get a game going at launch. It's that it just took a while. I mean, it was at least oh. it, was, it was at least a minute, minute, fifteen seconds, that kind of thing. And well, that's then, a long time. Well, that's just to, that's just to make the match, and then you know everybody has to go set their loadouts and vote on the map and. And I don't even know why we vote on the map because they end up making a random choice anyway. Um, and, uh, and and then you you boot in, you know, and the, the spawning is actually kind of unique. I didn't mention this in the review. You, you, you drop into the map from overhead and you can actually aim the character to the part of the map where you want to put your character, which is pretty, you know, I appreciated that. It's like uh, a battlefield kind of thing, like a spawn into. Yeah, kind yeah, of thing. but it, it was it was more than just like here's a set point. You know, you right. mean you can you can get a little bit more precise than that. I don't know. Maybe I don't play these games enough. Um, it, it, but it is it, again the time to return to action is a lot longer than it should be. And what I, what I meant to say when I want to introduce this point was, it, it it's not like it has no population, but the population that you run into are people who are really committed to this, and that's great. I'm you know, glad that people have have decided that this is worth worth their time, and you know. Or, or want to be good at it, but the thing is, they kick your ass, <laughs> and so you know you really have to want to persist through that kind of of abuse and understand your character. Um, and there are six, and they all rank up individually, you know, before you really get to the good stuff. I would I would say anybody going into this, you know, it's a free game on PlayStation Network. I believe all of this month, right? Uh, okay, and and you know, and that's a good thing because you can't play Drawn to Death as anything other than a multiplayer game. So you need to have PlayStation Network, PlayStation Plus, excuse me. Um, you know, that's good. But I mean, you absolutely have got to go to the shooting gallery, which I think is misnamed because I think people look at that and go, "Well, this is just where you just go to, you know, see what a weapon looks like." It's where you learn how all of this stuff works. 
they have some really they to their credit they have some some helpful pop-up cards to say do this and do it at this point and do it in this way and this is and and then you can see it you know put into practice um but you you've you've really got to you've got to go through a lot of practice with it and it's just a question of you know do do I really want to put that much time into it or am I going to you know do I want to go play Overwatch? <laughs> you know, or, or, or some yeah. other game. I mean, it, it just, it, it, you know, what's working against it is, I, I, I feel like it's, it definitely has, like I said, that teenager mentality of, you know, I'm going to take all of this awesome crap and fit it all together. And that's good, but the problem is it isn't really coherent. It doesn't really have understanding in it. Anyway. It sounds like it needed some more restraint, at least in maybe the the, the powers and the, the, the no. I don't the have any problem. The UI with, is done or something like that. I don't have any problem with the powers. I don't, and and I want to see awesome, you know, balls out crap. That's great, wonderful. I think it just they those needed to be simplified in how they're executed. And if if the developers were worried that people would spam these kinds of super powerful attacks, well, I think the long cooldowns that they build into them. You know, sort of, sort of help. You know, you know, as as a break on that. I mean, I don't, I don't want to like memorize a Hadouken to put in to affect. You know, this this hero slide um, for the uh, the commando character. Oh God, I can't even remember his name. I'm sorry. His um, uh, <laughs> Bronco. I wanted to call him Mako, but I was thinking of that damn shark. Um, <laughs> you know, and some of the, and some of the individual weapons are really funny. There's something in there called the JRPG. Which, what? Yeah, it's a it's like a it's like a a, a, a rocket well on a rocket propelled grenade. Except when it explodes, you see all of this pixelated anime. <laughs> you know, and that's that's really funny. But but it's 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 the it's the ordeal of getting to that kind of a payoff that really put me off about drawn to death. I want to talk to you particularly about the score that Polygon gave the game. But first, a message from our sponsor. If you follow the video game world as much as I do, you probably know we're sort of headed into the slow season here, that lead up to E3. Not as many games are going to be coming out, least big AAA titles, until, you know, that, that E3 rolls around. What a better time to work your way through your backlog of games. But what to do if you don't actually have anything in your pile? Well... Why not subscribe to Gamefly? They're the leading video game rental service with over 9,000 titles to choose from. They're going to let you try your favorite games and movies now before you have to buy them. You get to keep those games as long as you want, and you'll never have to worry about late fees. You can even cancel at any time. Go to Gamefly.com quality, and you get to start a free premium 30-day trial. The premium trial allows you to check out two games and or movies at a time. You can only get this offer by visiting Gamefly.com slash quality. Now go sign up and start playing all your favorite games absolutely free for 30 days. Based on your uh, write-up of the game, Polygon's editors elected to give it of five. Um, and, you know, when we, when we put out lower scores, Polygon tends to use a little bit more of the scoring range than, say, other publications might. You know, there's always that concern that there'll be uh, a bit of fallout when that score gets out there. What's been the response from fans and, and from the developers? Um, you know, it's funny. When I, was, <laughs> when, when I sent in my draft to Arthur, our reviews editor, 
uh, he said, I think his first reply to me was, you sound like a high school principal. And, uh, and I said, oh, crap, you know, is that like too alienating? And, and I think there's a, there's a remonstrative tone in what I've written. But it was funny because um, David Jaffe, uh, the, uh, the creator of this game, responded over Twitter in a way that actually was like a student in high school getting a, a bad report card, but, but getting the message that they knew. It's not just that they knew they had to do better. Everybody hears that crap. It's, it's, I think what they, they knew what they should do better, the components of it. Um, you know, I, I think that the people who, who made this game know that they made something that's fun to look at. And, and they had a lot of fun doing that and, and, and sort of connecting the visual themes uh, together. You know, like I said, with Alan, for example, that character, the reason that he can become invisible is because he's supposed to be this kind of urban myth chainsaw massacre type, which is, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it, that's the kind of lore that people, I think, or that, that kind of design is, is what attracts people to things, character-driven multiplayer games like Overwatch, for example. It, it just, again, you've got to have a playable game underneath it. And so that's why I said at the end of the review, and I said it, I intentionally said it like a parent or a teacher or a high school principal, you know, if you, if you applied yourself, and God knows how many times everybody's heard that. I know I heard it a lot in my high school career, if you applied yourself at the things that maybe you don't like to do as much or that aren't as entertaining to you as the things that are, you know, you could be a better student. So like for me, it was like I didn't like trigonometry and I didn't like chemistry and I didn't like, you know, biology, but I did like English and I did like history. Well, if I applied myself as much to the things that I didn't do as well, you know, I could be a better overall student. And I think that that's kind of the component or that's kind of the thing with with drawn to death it's just the components for it are you know having some kind of of coherent balance in the gameplay and giving people a sense of i know what to do when they want to do it well it's it's a ps4 exclusive title right now there is absolutely no reason if you're a PS Plus member, that you should not go out and pick up this game. Hit the button, download it. It's free right now for you to play. It's beautiful in motion. I really do think that it's it's one of the more charmingly illustrated games of the year. It's really fascinating. And from what you've said, it, it's not overly cluttered in motion. Maybe the UI needs a little bit of work. But, you know, then after this month, it's going to be $19.99. And, you know, games... Games are continually in development these days. Maybe something will break. Maybe this thing will really turn a corner here yeah. and, uh, and get better than that. I mean, I hope, you know, I, I, I hope that this is a long play and, and that we see this, you know, become something maybe, I don't know, six months from now, it's like we can look back at this and go, hey, actually, you know, they, they got some things right. I mean, I, I, I know that there's a lot of harsh words in, in my review, and I know that, you know, the conversation we've had here sounds a lot more positive than, than what I just wrote. But I think, I think there's a lot of sympathy, no matter how you did as a student in high school. I think there's a lot of sympathy for the outcast, the loner, the, the disaffected, somebody who is sort of at the margins and, and isn't included. I, I think that that attitude is, is you know, apparent here. But I also think that this is a game that really kind of at this point is doing more to push you away than bring you in. And that's always a problem 
when you're dealing with kids, no matter how creative or smart they are, you know, and you just sort of have to try to see the good in what they do. Well, thanks for your time today, Owen. You're very welcome, Charlie. And thanks to you at home for listening. We've got a lot more on Polygon.com, including the latest rumors that there might be a new Super Nintendo Entertainment System classic, an SNES classic to replace the NES classic that was recently taken off the market by Nintendo. Also, we're going to talk about a new line of comics in the Captain America series, The Secret Empire Explained. Until we've got another game to talk about, this is Charlie Hall for Owen Good. Thank you for listening to Polygons Quality Control. Mm-hmm.